the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. You know, if the country had standards, about 80% of the political whores that have destroyed the quality of our lives from your municipal level all the way up to Washington, D.C. wouldn't exist. These are very, very, very flawed, very, very, very corrupt and incompetent people that we're allowing to experiment with the quality of our lives. The chickens are home to roost, and they're just starting to come in the old barn. Wait till it gets real packed in here. And you see the kind of stupid that we have allowed happen to this country. But the particular buffoon punchline, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, this administration, the idea that we're in this situation and that people could look at this incompetent joke of a human being and has been for five decades. This isn't something that happened just because he has dementia. Now. It's something that happened when he had his marbles. For instance, does anybody remember Joe Biden when he had his marbles? You see, you're so used to the. 30%, not even, the 15% Joe Biden. You forget what Joe Biden was when he had his marbles. Just a slimy, gypsy, political whore. Well, the fortunate thing is I didn't have many larger contributors. And the only reason, see, I went to the big guys for the money. I was ready to prostitute myself in the, man, in the manner in which I talk about it. He's admitting, I'm willing to sell out and prostitute myself. That's when Joe Biden had his, his marbles. Now that he has no marbles, and he is just this hand puppet who looks like he's from the Crypt Keeper on the HBO special. He looks disgusting. He's an absolute and total embarrassment of a man. But he is a representative of the current political climate. I mean, this is his sick, twisted, dementia-ridden face is the face of the American Democrat mafia. And I know this is a faux pas, but this is one in a million that he's had in the last month. Today, we're announcing the United Airlines has agreed to offer cargo space for Kendall NutriCare uh, for the delivery of 3.7 bottles of the formula here in the States. You're going to get 3.7 bottles of the formula. Look at you. That's enough for, what, an hour? It's obviously 3.7 million bottles, and that's a pathetic number at best. The reality is what we have is an unmitigated, absolute, and total corrupt failure and fraud. As a so-called president. And it, it has to stop. There has to be a point in this country where they have some standards. Here's the deal. I became aware of this problem sometime in, after April, in early April about how intense it was. Now he's talking about the baby formula. Well, then your, your best excuse is you're an incompetent, stupid son of a dog. 
That's that's your best excuse. You you have the platform, the soapbox. Give us why we're in this predicament, oh mediocre moron. I was going to say great one, but there's no reason to say great one when Joe Biden's attached to it. Here's the deal. I became aware of this problem sometime in after April, in early April, about how intense it was. Now, if he was a store clerk and you own the store. Would you not grab his little name tag and say, get the hell out of here, you fracking loser? And I'm cleaning it up, you know, because of the FCC. At what point do you just say enough is enough? The Democrat mafia loves having this facade of a man, this mannequin. Not just because he is the antithesis of exactly everything a political Democrat whore is. But because they're running wild. You see, here's the real skinny. They don't do anything. These politicians, from your mayor to the rest, they do nothing. Their entire day consists on getting money in their own campaign coffers. That's when things are running smoothly. When things are running amok, they don't know what to do. There's a lot going on uh, right now, but the idea we're going to be able to you know, click a switch, bring down the cost of gasoline is not likely in the near term, nor... Is it with regard to food? See, you flipped a switch when you stole the White House. You flipped a switch that forever increased the prices since you successfully stole the office of the presidency. And then what you did with your unjust, unrighteous, incompetent executive orders dictates that are never supposed to be in the hands of any politician, but specifically a political whore such as yourself, who has been a traitor to your country since you became a senator. At 29, when you admitted you were prostituting yourself and your, your position for campaign contributions. See, you've been a traitor for 50 years, but now you're in a position that's destroying the lives of all of the, the American citizens. And the American citizens ultimately have to demand an absolute and to- total impeachment post-haste. I don't, I don't, re- remove him now. I mean, after all, how bad could it be? Let's get in the most unlikable woman that this country's ever seen in any office. And I remember watching in the Oakland Hills, Northern California, um, the, 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 the landscape turning from green to brown. And everyone, from my mother, our teachers, the radio DJs, KDIA, <laughs> Lucky 13. <laughs> um, she can't get in fast enough. She can't get in fast enough. See, the, the play is very simple. You have the grounds to remove Joe Biden. He is completely and totally unfit to hold any office. Joe Biden is a unable, incapable, phony, false political leader. He is a mannequin of mayhem. Now, uh, you, I'm going to hand it over to uh, Secretary, Mr. Secretary. I'm going to have you but, speak but, 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 now. He forgot and... his name. You appointed him, moron. He's a lawyer that you put in charge of our health system, you idiot. Come on, Your man. Remarks, and then we're going to hand it over uh, to, uh, to Samara, to my behind me here. I mean, I, I mean, really? There's not a job this man could have. He can't be a greeter at Walmart. Not that there's anything wrong with greeters at Walmart. Hi, I appreciate you, Earl. Just don't ruin my country. That's the plan. The question you always on every single thing, why didn't Jack sooner? Um, well, I don't think anyone anticipated the impact of the shutdown. Of- Everybody anticipated everything, you stupid son of a dog. Everybody could see what you were doing. Everyone knew the policies you were even talking about. 
as you stammered through what was supposed to be a primary in the kabuki theater of the Democrat Party. Everybody knew once you were able to successfully steal the office of the presidency, what would happen? We're at the beginning stages. I personally want it to end. There's no need to go further. We can reverse everything this moron did pretty quickly. It's time to demand. What are we going to do? Are we related to Joe Biden? I mean, if we were, we'd be scumbags. We'd be smoking crack. Did you see the news story? Hunter Biden uploading porn videos of him and $2 whores on Pornhub. I'm not making that up. You can find it. It broke on, on, on off the press. It's amazing. That's why when you look around, and I was on my way to the studio, I saw a girl walking down Arlington Heights Road with an ankle bracelet on. What kind of society is this? I don't mean one that said anything. I mean one because she's out on bail. This is what happens to a society as it collapses, as you pretend this is normal. This is a country that is supposed to have standards. Very dear friend of mine said before the show, an old-time Melrose Park acquaintance of mine, I love him to death. He's busy. He's a dentist. He's working. And he doesn't pay attention to politics. But he's inundated with commercials. So he sends to me right before the show started, hey, what's going on with the governor race in, in uh, Illinois? Who should, I, who should I support? You know, he sees a lot of the Irvin, Irvin commercials. And this is the biggest fear you have. Because with enough money, you could put lipstick on that political whore pig that Irvin is. People will think he's a Republican. See, this is how, it, how societies collapse. When you allow these idiots, there's no standard to run. You know, you can't, you can't get a job as a felon, but you could run for office. Take a look at Cook County. Take a look at the standards of your society. Take a look at who's in charge. Of one facility uh, in uh... Uh, and the, the, the Abbott facility. And I mean, you would think I edited this. This is him trying to get through a sentence. It was accurately shut down because it was the formula was questioned in terms of its, its purity. Oh, let me go on memory, stupid, because I broke the story, I think, in November. And we did it again in February, first week in February. The product that it received, that Abbott Labs received, was from China. The product had been tainted. It first started out where they thought it was salmonella. Then they realized there was a problem with the entire batch. You stupid, wrinkled-ass son of a dog. And so once we learned of the extent of it and how broad it was, we kicked everything into gear. This is what it looks like when things are kicked into gear. So when they say we can't flip a switch and make gas go down, you absolutely can. And you know, you don't even have to flip a a switch. You just have to take the fascism off. You have to just unleash the American people. We are the ones that make the world go around. These walking, talking speed bumps are the ones that destroy the quality of life. And if you think I'm wrong, just remember, if you can, only, oh my God, 17 months ago, when you were paying a fraction, not just for gas, for everything. Because here's the other thing. Mrs. Doubtfire, that other transgendering freak that should be on a Dutch boy can, she has no idea what the hell she's doing either. Neither does Jerome Powell. These are just war profiteers. These are, these are fraud profiteers. These are the only systemic problem this country has. These are political whore profiteers. Because what we have is legitimized corruption and a pay-to-play scheme. And that's just a fact, Jack. Here's a guy. Did anybody hear of, 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 of a Borla? You know who Borla is? Eh, it doesn't matter. He's the veterinarian. Very, very powerful. World Health Organization. Very, very powerful guy. Or, I'm sorry, excuse me, Pfizer. Pfizer CEO. And he's talking to, um, what's the, the Bond villain's name? Klaus Schwab. Did you ever hear this? This is very good stuff. 
with a vaccine that we knew that there is a very fanatic group of anti-vaxxers that will go after us no matter what. They will claim that the sun didn't go up because people were vaccinated and that created issues with the crop. So I'm suing you. So now they're, they're, they're at the World Economic Forum where the most evil, most corrupt are deciding how much of our lives we're going to be able to live for ourselves and how much we'll be slaves to them. And they're playing victim. Victim. As this particular moron speaking, the veterinarian, who is in the CEO of Pfizer, made $21 million before his stock options. Klaus Schwab, nobody really knows how he made his money, but he's worth billions of dollars. And who's going to fight them off? Joe Biden? Who's going to stand on the principles of Americanism? Kamala Harris? See, they're the ones that are trying to destroy it right underneath our very nose. Because, you know, you just said the booster to the booster, right? So, so is this the new normal? When do we, do we phase out the term booster and transition to, I guess, maybe a yearly shot, much like a flu shot? Is that a possibility or a reality? And I think you just hit the nail right on the head of where we're going. That- Shut up, Fauci, you scumbag. You're the one that started it all. Let's go back to the veterinarian just to put a bow on why nobody should have faith in these rat bastards because he let out a little video. Oh, it was only about three months ago. And uh, he kind of let you know about all of the hubbub, about all of the mandates, about all of the millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of lives that forever changed as the pandemic seized any chance of freedom or liberty from this country and around the world. He wanted to let you know the same guy who's complaining about anti-vaxxers, same guy, Borla, like like uh, the guy who used to play Dracula, Borloff. Uh, and we know that um, the three, the two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. The- wait, 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 what was that? Boris Karloff. Yeah. No. Th- this is him three months ago. But just listen to the beginning and I'll stop it right in the important part. Uh, and we know that um, the three, the two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. Wait, wait, the two doses offered very limited protection, if any. See, that's the real news. And that's why... Nobody should think that these people are good at anything. These are all the experts in your life. They're the reason that you're paying ridiculous fees for everything from soup to nuts. Stop turning to them for answers and start demanding somebody have some standards and pull this old son of a dog out of the most important office in the world. I think we're, uh, I think we're on the way to be able to completely solve the problem. Yeah, a wishing and hoping. He's in charge. You got nothing to worry about. 312. Six four two fifty six hundred. AM five sixty. The answer. You know, I understand that the way I do radio, it's not uh, for everybody. It's not the way most people do radio. But I want everyone to understand: these are not individual instances. This is a culmination of incompetence and corruption. Every one of these stories is connected. So as I jump around from the economy and from Janet Yellen and from baby, baby formula all the way to the vaccine, this is the onslaught that we are facing. We are being confronted with a full-on assault of our freedom and our, limited, our liberty in order to change the perspective and principles of Americanism. I had a, a guy come into the, to the store today, and he was talking about, um, you know, you got to, you got to think about this Irvin thing, this Irvin thing. If he were able to seize the nomination, first of all, 
If he were able to do that, it would confirm what I already suspect. The people in Illinois are too corrupted to understand a good person from a bad person. That's number one. Number two, this notion that you have to continue to play this game with these political oligarchs and this this ridiculous duopoly system that all profits from the same kind of failure and the same kind of corruption. And we have to continue down this path of, oh, he's a Republican. He's still better than the Democrat. No, 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 no. They're not. And if I were wrong, the Republicans in total, united together, all of our so-called representatives in a representative republic would be demanding impeachment. And everyone says, oh, they can never win the vote. So what? Do you not have standards? Because minute by minute, the Democrat mafia is destroying our country. Minute by minute. Nikki Whaley and the gas, the cheapest gas in the country right now is in Georgia. $4.16. Double what it was before this imbecile stole the office. Double. And that's one state. Most of you are getting used to the $5. And that's the problem with government tyranny, government corruption. You get used to it. Take a look at Chicago. You're used to it. I heard the 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 big story, and uh, you know it's great when good people. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge Lori Lightfoot to run for mayor. Are you a Democrat? Well, uh, yeah, you have to be to run. Well, then it, the names are irrelevant. The names are fungible. It's the party that is the organized crime syndicate. So it doesn't matter. If you insert one different name for the other, it's a rejection of the mafia that this country needs. And until you get that, these stories, it doesn't really matter the name of the city. It's all the same. I'm not safe. I'm just not safe. Sonia Bellini has owned her store Bellini's in Northwest Portland for decades. And especially the last year. It's gotten really crazy. This last uh, six months has even gotten worse. I've had my windows smashed. I've been broken into. I've come to see homeless in the corner, defecating all over the area there. Now, quick, is she calling from New York? I mean, you probably heard where she's. Is it? Is that New Jersey? Oh, is that California? Is that San Francisco? Is that Chicago? Pick a Democrat sewer. It's all the same because the Democrat mafia has successfully destroyed the quality of life, the standards of Americanism. After all, you have a political whore like Joe Biden, who has been bought and sold like chiclets by the communist Chinese, by the oligarchs pretending to be the country of Ukraine. The same country that's been in a civil war for seven years, and today you gave them another $700 million in missiles that can shoot 50 miles. Oh, and we'll ignore the fact that they're already shooting into Russia and have blown up two chemical or two gas depots in one chemical plant. We can pretend that we're not fighting that war. We can pretend that they would somehow put up a good fight when their own army is fleeing, the ones that are not the Nazis in the Azov battalion. At a certain point, you're going to have to visit some standards. And if not, then everything will become Chicago. And $5 a gallon will look like a deal, and Joe Biden will still be defecating in the Oval Office. AM 560, the answer. 312-642-5600. When you're dealing with a failure, they're shocked by every one of their consequences. Every day is a new, oh, I didn't know that. I had no idea. Ooh, it just happened yesterday. I just learned of it. I had no idea. When somebody who wins, somebody who builds something, anticipates all of it. Now, they might be wrong. 
and then you can correct it. That's the beauty. This is why they all hate capitalism, by the way. See, real capitalism, you might think you're good at it, but you're a day away from making a huge mistake, and if you can't recognize it, you go broke. That's the beauty and the problem with it. The only place this doesn't work is when someone saves it. Now, if somebody has the money to keep throwing it down the hole, then go ahead, go broke, slow at first, then real fast at the end. Government's been making mistakes for ah, since the end of World War II, since right after it. You could argue since before it. But definitely for the last 30 years, all of the political whores that are responsible for that are the ones now who are shocked by the failure. I have no idea. How did this happen? Because somebody allowed you idiots to be in charge. That's how it happened. David in Lansing. Hey, Sean, you know, it was only two months ago when the Fed and uh, diapers in chief said that this inflation would be temporary. Now we have the Fed coming out today, Winnie the Pooh with a white wig on. You like to call her, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dutch this is Doubtfire? This is Doubtfire um, or the Dutch boy? You can go either way. Right. Um, she's like Transgendering John Denver. Ooh, that might be. If John Denver was alive, she he would look like her. What do you think of that? That's right. I, that's a striking resemblance. Uh-huh. Yeah. John Denver anyway, could carry a um, tone, though. By the way, I think they put her in charge because she does look like soft and cuddly and like it's a, it's like a nice face for the Now listen, show. I know that you, you know, you're not big on spending a lot of money, you're not big on cable, but if you take a look at Janet Yellen and think that's soft and cuddly, you need to get out of the house a little more, brother. You know what I mean? I mean, I love that you listen to my show, but maybe you got to stop listening to so much radio because the reality no, is no, she's no, frightening I mean, and scary and slays all handfuls no. of Viagra. No, no, no. I mean, like Winnie the Pooh, kind of cuddly. I wouldn't cuddle that, you know. <laughs> oh, I hope not. There's not enough gas in, uh, in, in in Saudi Arabia to make you to cuddle that. But I will say this. It's even worse than you're, you're saying, because they've been calling it transitory for a year, not two months. This is and I knew they were. I knew it wasn't going to be true. I knew it was not going to be true. When they said, oh, this is just going to be temporary, all you got to do is watch oil prices. WT, West Texas Intermediate was like $116 a barrel today. It's, it, oh, it's yeah, that's, like that's nothing. It's trending between... That's nothing you know, compared, to, compared like, to $35 that it was two years ago. Not even. A year, year and a half ago. But here's the thing. I, I have such a great show for you today. I have Gerald Salenti coming on, who I love to death, and you know that. And the reason that I love him to death is because he's been... Uh, uh, anticipating government failures for 35 years correctly. Gerald Salente called the crash in 2008, as many people called the crash in 2008, as Faber called the crash in 1987. All of this can be, can be predicted if you use the right information, the right data, and have that macro vision. If you're looking at this, and the reason I come out every day and I'm so aggravated, it's not just the macro vision of what's going on that's terrible. It's the micro as we allow these buffoons to continue to double down on stupid. And that really is the definition I of a Democrat, like, doubling down on I, stupid. I feel, I, feel like I feel like I'm on a jumbo jet and we have like Biden who like just pounded a six-pack is piloting the yeah. plane. You know, I feel like the whole thing's going to go down. Now, here's the good news for you, David. I'm going to make you feel good and tell you how to spend your money properly, okay? A gallon, uh, right now, if you were to buy a tank of gas and your car would cost you between 68 and $78, depending on the tank you have in your car. But if you think that Janet Yellen is soft and cuddly, why don't you take yourself over to Heavenly Bodies and get yourself a lap dance for half a tank of gas because you deserve it and stop thinking that Janet Yellen is soft and cuddly. She isn't. 
Stop thinking the Democrats have a clue. They don't. When are you guys going to admit that you were wrong about inflation? <laughs> no easy questions today, huh? Uh, the this is the spokes, idiot. KJP. It's very French. There's a Jean Pierre in there somewhere. And the reason that she has the job isn't because she's good at anything. The reason she has the job is because she's a woman. And she, her sexual proclivities mean she's the same sex. She likes the same sex. And I believe she's ethnic, too, as well, right? She's, she's not a Caucasoid. And that's why we have jobs now in, the, in government. So as you hear her laugh at the status, you're drowning in the quicksand of government failure and an economic tsunami this country's never faced. Never been this bad. Never. Inflation's never been at these levels. Gas has never cost this much. Heating, electricity, all of it, terrible. She's laughing. Because in Washington, there is no recession. There is no inflation. These political whores and pimps live like kings and princes. When are you guys going to admit that you were wrong about inflation? (laughs) (laughs) No easy questions today. Right there. If this country had any standards, they'd say, hey, you dummy. You're no longer in front of the public eye. Go sit in the back. Go, get, go over there and be the, be the department transportation head. Go do something. After all, that's all it takes, right? If you like the same sex, you could head up any bureaucracy in this government. Huh. Uh, the Treasury Secretary says that she was wrong, so why doesn't anybody okay. here at the White House? Okay, so look, what, uh, what the Secretary was pointing out, uh, out uh, this is talking about yesterday. And she's stupid. On top of it, you're stupid. Do you understand the magnitude of the the suffering going on right now? Now, I understand the government and the Democrats in general just say, oh, it's okay, a little more welfare, a little more cheese, a little more housing vouchers. Not everybody wants to be a Democrat slave. Not everybody wants to be a, a willful, comfortable loser. This is a country built on ethics, on principles, right up until they allowed you and your ilk to steal the most powerful office in the world. She was doing her her hit uh, with uh, her TV hit with CNN. Is that there have been shocks to the economy that have exacerbated inflationary pressures, which couldn't have been foreseen 18 months ago. Yes, it could have. That's when you stole the office. This is the result of having a political whore who's never done anything but sell out his country. This is what happens when you allow a traitor to pose as a president. Because this is the payoff to all those foreign adversaries that want to see us collapse. This is what it looks like when Democrats win. Don in Chicago. Yeah, I just want to say uh, the, the primary for the 1st Congressional District, trying to get rid of uh, Bobby Rush's old seat. In the Democratic uh, mess, there's a bunch of them running. There is one person, Terry Ling Rasner, last name Rasner, and the Democratic machine won't really push her or talk about her because she's kind of an independent but it's only running on that ticket, I think, to try to get in and, and mess up the machine. I, I just hope I, I, you know, and, and there's a thing, Don. Here's the thing. If you're not going to get help from your party, and I, I mean this about Republicans, too. I thought Gary Rabine should have done this as well. I'm an independent. Run as an independent and break the duopoly of incompetence and corruption that this country has you know allowed to usurp that, and control the only organized mafia in this country called government. Well, here's, here's the thing. that Here's why it's harder to do that. 
you only need a few hundred signatures to run on the Democratic ticket or the Republican ticket. If you're going to run as independent, you need like three times the signature, four times the signature. Yeah. Well, that's how they, they protect themselves. Difficult. That's how they legitimize yeah. corruption. And here's the deal. It's going to take somebody with a sack of Joea to get up there and sue him and bring it right up to that political gangster. What's his name? Ed Burke and his dimwit drunk wife, who's the Supreme Court Justice in Illinois. Bring it all the way to the Supreme Court Justice in Illinois and let them show themselves for the kangaroo court they really are. Thank you, Don. See, the problem is, it's okay to lose with principles. But what you must understand is you can never really win without them. That's how you get a Richard Irvin. That's how you get a Republican Party like Mitch McConnell. Like, uh, who's the idiots here in Chicago? Brady and Durkin. All the lobbyists. All the video poker. All the corruption. That's what it looks like when you win with no principles. You can only lose with principles. You can, you can pretend you're winning the whole time you're losing in slow motion. And that's what happens in Illinois. And that's what happens in national Republican parties. And that's what happens when you play that game of the lesser of two evils. All you get is evil. How old do you have to be? How much losing? How high do your bills have to go before you realize? Until you have principles, you're just going to get more excuses from more idiots. When are you guys going to admit that you were wrong about inflation? <laughs> Isn't it funny as you go bankrupt, you $2 whore in a $5 world? 312-642-5600. You're fired. AM560, the answer. <laughs> I tell you, I like John Denver, and I particularly liked him in Oh God. Did you ever see that movie? Oh, you didn't see it? You're too young. Fantastic movie. Could sing. And he looks a lot like Janet Yellen. Frank, Northwest Side. Hi, Frank. Frank Gooch. Hey, Sean, how are you? Wonderful, kid. How are you? How's it going? Good, good. I, I, I thank God there's a, I wish there was a million of you. You're an unbelievable host. And uh, I just wanted to bring oh, up you, a brother. really, really quick point that uh, a former judge back in California had outlined nine points on how to overturn a democracy. And I thought it was really interesting. I'll read it really quickly. Uh, Point one was divide the nation philosophically. Point two was foment racial strife. Uh, Three was cause a distrust of police authority. Uh, Four was swarm the nation's borders. Uh, Five was engender the military strength to weaken it. Number six was overburden the citizens with more unfair tax. <laughs> Seven was encourage civil rioting. Check. Uh, number eight was control. <laughs> number eight was control all balloting. Number nine Check. control all media. And that's how you overturn it. All right. Well, listen, brother. We <laughs> need. Yeah, we needed this. Like, you know, when did he write it? Please tell me you wrote it twenty years ago. So we sat idly by no, and no, watched no. men in costumes chase balls instead of pay attention to what the hell is going on. <laughs> Is that he what wrote it? it 68 years ago. 68 years ago. 68 years ago. Science uh, <laughs> class. Yeah, his, his name was Keith Alber from California, and he was a former judge. Do me a favor, honey bunny. Write that down. All right, I'm, I'm gonna. I, I'm. I'm in, I remember hearing something. I don't remember this, and I don't remember he was a former judge, and I don't remember the nine steps. But I'm gonna tell you something. That's awful, terrible. Because there isn't one we haven't done hardcore in the last 30 years. So thank you very much for that, Frank. All right. I'll see you in the bunker. 
I mean, when are those prepper people going to come back? Because if you can't figure out, by the way, another $700 million to Ukraine. Anybody going to ask why? Anybody going to ask what's happening? Because there was a story. You can't get it here, though. They've lost a third of their military, not to death, to them running away. It's chaos over there. They, they pretend they're winning. Where's the money? And in the meantime, you're, getting, you're giving them missiles that shoot 50 miles. That means you're going to shoot into Russia. And it also would explain why on the cover of the drudge it says Russia threatens to wipe out the USA with just four Satan nukes. Well, at least they name them properly. Satan nukes. We don't want, you, you don't want to know what that is. Do you want to know, Squirrel Hands? Not interested in the Satan nuke? Well, well, well. Sharon Elmhurst. Hi. Hi, Sean. I just wanted to comment to the um, Yellen and uh, the the spokesperson who said they couldn't foresee inflation. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my husband and I, on Election Day afterwards, could see it coming. And on Inauguration Day, January 20th, 2021, with all the executive orders that were signed, the closing of the Keystone, all that stuff, we looked at each other and we said, it's time to go to Florida, buy a house. And get ready to move. And we did. By March, we had a contract. April. Stop it. What are you closed. not? Where did you buy the house? If you bought it in my district, in, no, no, I'm no, no, on no, 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 Pin- no, Pinellas County. Oh, That's right. where the grandkids. I yeah, feel much yeah. better about we, it. We, we had to pick a place that the grandkids wanted to go to. Uh, Sharon, so they could come visit. <laughs> so are you, are you, uh, you in Florida permanently? No, not yet. Not yet. We, but here's we're, the thing. we're renting it out and I'm, getting ready. We're, we we got things to deal with up here to get ready to go. I'm just excited because it's so unbelievable as a as an Illinoisan that you spent all of your life never really having a politician from a local level all the way up to as high as you could go that really represented what you believed in as an American, as a capitalist, as somebody who mm-hmm. believed in those principles of Americanism. You've never had one mm-hmm. in Illinois. It is so unbelievable to have it. And live in the area where they do. You're never going to want to go back. I appreciate that very much, and good luck you, to you. You know, you know, you know, that was one of the reasons we picked Florida. We love DeSantis yeah. and how he stands up. For people, I am so, so upset at the idea that he will not be the governor if he runs for president. That uh, I know it's very upsetting, but that's okay because here's the thing, Sharon. Everybody who's moved there in the last two years is you, is me, is our listeners. Everybody who mm-hmm. moved there will make certain. That the kind of choices that Illinois has when it comes to these political whores, and I don't just mean the fat, butter-handed, never-had-a-job ones living on a trust fund, all of them, even the Republicans, never exists outside of these corrupt, Democrat-run sewers. Thank you very much, Sharon. I appreciate the call. Let's hear a little bit more from KJP. After all, she got the job because she didn't earn it. That perhaps the president wasn't aware of the work that was going on around the clock since February to address Look, the issue. I mean, the president has multi- multiple issues, crises at the moment. Sure. He has to remember why his socks are wet, tell his nurse to change his diaper. He also has to get nappy time in. And the president is suffering from dementia. Aside from that, things are running on all cylinders. You know, when he walked into the administration, he talked about the multiple crises that we needed to deal with as a country. And so uh, and so so that's so that's number one to, to remember. So what's number and number two is he can't handle any. He's never handled any. And everybody knew what would happen. In particular, a very important guy knew. And he warned you. I have more oil than anybody. OK. And it's uh, an incredible thing that it's happened over the last few years. A lot of great things. And you're paying, what, $2 a gallon for your gasoline? That's okay. You know what that's like? That's like a tax cut. That's bigger than a tax cut. 
If Biden got in, you'd be paying $7, $8, $9. Didn't they say, get rid of your car? Boy, that sounds a lot like our reality. There's a lot going on uh, right now, but the idea we're going to be able to, you know, click a switch, bring down. First of all, it's flip a switch, you stupid son of a dog. And you did flip a switch when you stole the office. And when you stole it, things were going pretty good. And now you've been in there for a year and a a month, and now you're just doing what every Democrat whore does. You make excuses. You act surprised by our own reality of your corruption and your failure. The only thing is, we just need the rest of the country to stand up and say, get the hell out of there, dummy! 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. What do you want to call me, the economic like corporatism me, so we interpret as an economy? You want to call it, ooh, a technical recession? You want to call it stagflation? You want to call it... What do you want to call it? I call it an absolute sorry excuse for organized corruption. I call it a Ponzi scheme. I call it a scam that cannot exist without stealing from the future, spending today, creating debt that nobody intends to pay off. My next guest is is somebody I admire for a multitude of reasons, but never lose sight of who I'm talking to. He predicted the 1987 crash. He predicted the 1997 Asian currency crisis. He also, in 2007, said the American uh, economy is headed for a 9-11 event. His name is Gerald Salenti. He is the founder, and he is the manager of Trends Journal. Gerald, you know how much I love it when you join me. How are you? Uh, thank you. It's kind of you, Sean. Um, you know, how am I? I'm very sad. You know, I'm heartbroken, actually, to see what's happening with this world. You know, when you said, you know, listening to you, you said it's organized corruption. It's... Um, People call it a government. I call it a crime syndicate. I mean, how many more, you know, uh, money, much money they have to steal from us in the name of too big to fail? We're just pieces of garbage. But, you know, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, whether, whether they uh, convicted of five felonies, convicted of five felonies. and <laughs> went I, to jail. It, no, nobody goes to jail. Yeah. No, but hey, uh, pull over. You know, where were you? Yeah. yeah. All right, get out of the car, stand on your head, repeat the alphabet backwards. When you're now you're up 0.1% over the limit. We're going to lock you up and throw you into jail. Here, when you were a kid and you were caught playing dice in a, in a back alley, how many guys got pulled into the police station? Here, you stole billions and billions, hundreds of billions of dollars, and nobody, nobody went to jail. And if you think about the actors that go to prison for tax evasion, you really see what kind of legalized corruption our economy is. And how much they continue to perpetrate the crimes that ultimately collapse. And when you look at this buffoon, jo- Janet Yellen, she not only answers the question, what would John Denver look like if he were still alive and gained 100 pounds? She is the example of why we're never going to dig out of this hole, because these corrupt morons keep throwing us, keep shoveling. Yep. Well, yeah, we, as we would say in Italian, we call it faccia brut. Oh, buddy, anyway. please. I'm in Chicago. Did you take a look at some of our Democrats? Faccia brut should be on their license plates. Go ahead. It, yeah, but, you know, again, here she is shooting her mouth off 
and admitting, you know, that inflation wasn't transitory. Again, you know, we're from temporary to transitory. I said, you know, in today's culture, we should call it transgendatory. Well, we have I, to be proper, you know. Exactly. But she comes out and says that quote, there's a quote, I think I was wrong <laughs> about the path that inflation would take. Oh, you think you were wrong? How about admitting you were wrong? No, no, no. I just think I'm wrong. I threw out the crap that inflation a year ago in April 20, uh, 2021, that we'll see maybe inflation at 3%. Oh, well, you're only 8% off? I mean, wait, wait, or, or 5% off? Was it 8.3%? 8.5%? Oh, 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 you think you were wrong? And, Gerald, you know, even that, you know, you know, it's hard to explain, it's hard to articulate on radio just how that number is cooked. And the reality oh, yeah. is, well, yeah. it, 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 the reality is the quality of life that we now um, have grown accustomed to and the kind of money it's going to take to just maintain that quality of life. I did something, uh, I was watching an old movie, and in 1989, the guy had uh, won $69,000. And I'm, I'm watching it, and I said, you know, let me inflationally adjust that. If you inflationally adjust, $69,000 from 1989, it's $162,000 today. And in the meantime, we have been so slow cooked that oh. in two years, our gas, our electric costs, our food has more than doubled. And we, we get in these debates and we use these words when the reality is, it is you can stop it today. You just simply have to revamp the way in which the government steals from the future. Yep. And they call it inflation. But it's really devaluation of our currency. And you've devalued it so much, you want us to keep an eye on, the, on these words when the reality is you cannot earn your way out of this pickle unless you, you change the trajectory of government. You're 100% right. I do a podcast each uh, Wednesday, go on tonight, it goes on just about now, with Judge Andrew Napolitano, who used to be with Fox and there is no uh, man, you know, with a judicial authority in the background that he has. And the name of today's broadcast is Republicans and Democrats Kill the Constitution. I mean, they're robbing us of our rights continually. And, and again, it's, it's the too-big-to-fail-only count. As I said, it's a crime syndicate. How many more wars do they have to start based on lies? And how much more of our money do they have to steal in front of our face? And you mentioned about the real inflation rate, that John Williams shadow stats. I mean, you're looking at inflation around 17%. Yeah. You know, the, oh, the, oh, the prices of houses went up, what, 20, over 20%? No, we're not going to add that in. No, 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 we're not going to put that in. Take it out, take it out. We won't put that in. Uh, oh, how about the price of uh, steak? Well, not a lot of people are eating chopped beef. We're not going to put that in there. Go on. Get out of here. You know, we're in, again, this isn't, you know, listening to what you're saying, you know, to me, it's the merger of state and corporate powers, which Mussolini called fascism. Exactly. That's exactly what we're living through. And this is why these buffoons who've never held a job a day in their rat life are now in somehow in control of all of our jobs, of all of our lives. It's outrageous to me. And when you're going to talk to the judge, I love him. And I walked around with a certain arrogance, thinking my whole life, that can never happen here because the principles of fascism, the principles of socialism are unconstitutional. There's no way. These capitalists, these judges, these lawyers, these businessmen are going to allow this to happen. Yet here we sit when some fat bastard pretending to be governor instead of a beanbag named Pritzker could shut down oh. my business at, at the flip of a switch. It's, it's disgusting to me. I know. Oh, yeah. You mean uh, another, that's, you know, George Carlin, 
you know, I, I know his brother, by the way, Patrick. He doesn't live far from me. He used to work for me for a while. George Carlin said it's one big club and you ain't in it. This clown Pritzker, who would he be? He's a little daddy's boy. <laughs> he would be He'd nobody. Be nobody. He's a daddy's boy, one after another. I had that clown over here, Cuomo. Little arrogant Andy Cuomo, a daddy's boy. Oh, his brother Chrissy, a daddy's boy. It's one big club, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, daddy's girl. Again, it's a... Fr- and then you said it, these clowns never work a day in their life. I was the assistant to the secretary of the New York State Senate at 26 years old. Mm-hmm. I was on the inside. These are the people I hated in high school and college that wanted to be class president and head of the student council. They're arrogant little clowns. And the little bureaucrats that they have out there, these are people that can't get a job in the real world. And then they suck into the system, and they become Mr. Power Hungry and Miss Power Hungry. Oh, no, it's a freak show. Oh, by the way, back in 1976, I picked up Ronald Reagan at the Chicago Hilton, got in a taxi cab with him and Mike Deaver, and went over to McCormick Place. I was the number two guy running a major trade association. I've been with presidents, prime ministers, and princes. I know what the deal is. I've been on the other side. It's a freak show. You see a crazy person walking down the street, you know they're nuts. These people, they're pathological liars, they're sociopaths, and they know how to pull it off and pretend that they're normal when they are out of their mind lunatics. That's what I want to talk to you about, because as you're talking, I'm thinking about Jimmy Carter, 1977, when dealing with the oil crisis that was imposed by government, said we had 35 years of oil and how they have always been playing this chicken little game with the lifeblood of 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 prosperity and the lifeblood of our 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 the way in which we are living and how accustomed we are to it and how prosperous we could be if government got out of the way. Yep. And you look at the massive, massive fines when it comes to oil in the last 25 years, and you realize all of those philosophers who fought the idea of fossil fuels, this is something I've been waiting to talk to you about, and how they called it abiotic. I've been doing a lot of research on this, and how Germany you know, launched World War II, and everyone thinks it was Iran. No, Germany had its own oil, because they understood that oil was abiotic, and what, the reason they wanted to acquire so much land is because they knew that that was the key to prosperity in the future. And then you see how American politicians on both parties are looking to hamper real progress by shutting us off, by cutting us off, regulating and controlling our access to prosperity in oil and natural gas and what the earth provides for us naturally. Do you not think that this is a game that's been going on and they almost laugh at us and our willingness to go along with it as they've managed to do to our, our, our banking system what they did very early on when it came to our energy? There's only, what, five companies in America? Yep. I mean, I, all you got to do is put these guys in a room and there's, you're talking trillions and upon trillions of dollars. Haven't the American people been controlled, managed, manipulated to where they're, they're, they're just constantly turning to their abuser like a battered housewife? It's a, um, it, it, it was one of the covers of our uh, you know, Trends Journal. We, we, we showed it, and, and it's, uh, it's, it's one after another. Uh, junk food, eat junk food, watch junk news, and they have junk brains. And, and again, it's been going on forever. Uh, not forever. Look what happened. Look what happened with a guy by the name of, I say it's Harvard, Princeton, Yale, bullets, bombs, and banks. Look what, look what 
uh, 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 Woodrow Wilson did. He got us into World War One, which we never should have been in, never should have happened. He got, gave us the Federal Reserve. Oh, and then here's another one that everybody would really love: federal taxes. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that great? Oh, and they're only going to be one percent. We're going to have them only a couple of years because before that, the bankster gang was destroyed Wall Street. And they need more money, and we got to bail everybody out like we always do. This is a crime syndicate. It's, stop calling it a government, everybody. Grow up. Can't, Look at the clowns. Who's your favorite clown? I like Nancy Pelosi, and I like Chucky e. Schumer. Now, now, Mitch McConnell, there's a guy for me. You know, one little jerk after another. And, and can't we win? I mean, we're right on the principles. We're right on the information. We're right on the science. How do we turn it around? I'm, I'm doing what I can. As a matter of fact... I'm. Uh, I just got off the with, with Judge Napolitano. I launched Occupy Peace. You know, I'm an American. I believe in people like that. Eh, I, 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 people hate him now. A guy by the name of George Washington, yeah. oh, a real man that fought and didn't go send other body, other kids to go fight like uh, Joe Biden, who got all those draft deferments yeah. in the Vietnam War. No foreign entanglements is his farewell address. People should read it, and he warns, most of all, not getting involved in European entanglements. The only purpose of America is America. You know, it's interesting um, when you talk about all of the issues, how a guy who is a capitalist, a guy who believes in American principles, an average guy who's run a successful business could honestly turn around things in about 60 days. Yep. And I mean that from the point of, uh, you know, we were talking about, uh, I was listening to this thing. Now the next argument will be, there's two arguments coming. The false science of eco-Nazism and global warming. You see that's coming on the horizon. And yep. then the backup plan, which is always the backup plan, is this idea of some utopian universal health care. And for yeah. decades, how come nobody's ever thought about incentivizing the actual providers and incentivizing the consumer to make choices in all of these areas, you could solve their two major weapons against freedom, against Americanism, by saying, here, you want universal health care? Great. Doctors that want to give away their services, dollar for dollar tax deduction. You'll get better doctor, doctors. You'll get more hospitals. You'll get better providers. That's how you solve health care. When it comes to energy, let the consumer decide. You want, new, you want gas, you want natural gas, you want oil, whatever it is. If you believe in that, that CO2 is the problem, then go ahead. Why does everything have to be through fascism, through force? And isn't it because it's the argument that has gotten us here to where we are all in a country built on freedom, literally asking our, our abusers if we can go to work in the morning? Look, again, what freedom? It's gone. And you talk about universal health care. Look with, with the COVID stuff. Did you ever heard one? The first book I worked on, by the way, was Natural Healing back in 19... It was a Warner book uh, back in 1986 when no one was talking about this. You ever heard one peep about people uh, t with the whole COVID thing about building up your immune system. Nothing about natural healing. Again, you want to talk about the, the healthcare system? If I'm elected, I want to have a fat tax. Ooh, the like more that. you weigh, the more you pay. I don't want to. You want to eat all this crap. You want to be bloated up. Fine. Do what you want to do. I don't want to pay for it yeah. because you're driving up all the health care costs. It's amazing. 
I love Look it. at the junk people eat. You go back, I'm 75 years old. You go back, look at the pictures from, from, from Woodstock, 1969. <laughs> look what the people look like. Yeah. A fat guy was in a size 34 pant. Now you can't get an average Democrat woman in a size 36 pant. Well, <laughs> you, you look at the guy you got running, running uh, Illinois. Oh, he's well, beautiful. He's filling up half the state. He's beautiful. He's, he, he, they say he had the rubber band surgery. I think it was the same one Chris Christie has where they put A1 sauce on it and eat it. Because they, <laughs> they continue, they gain weight. But listen, I went long. You know, Gerald, I love having you on. I really mean it. Where can the people go to see you and Napolitano? Oh, just go to Gerald Salenti, C-E-L-E-N-T-E, or Trends Journal on YouTube, Trends Journal with Gerald Salenti. And by the way, this isn't stagflation, it's dragflation. The economy's going to drag down, and inflation's going to go up. Jamie Dimon said today, brace yourself for an economic hurricane caused by the Fed and Ukraine war. I guess he's been reading the Trends Journal. And by, by the way, when all else fails... They take you to war. World War, uh, Great Depression, World War Two. Dot com bust, war on terror. Yeah. Now we're 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 funding the the Nazis, the Azovs in Ukraine, yep. and we're pretending they're the good ones this time. As we just sent today, another seven hundred yep. million, like it's nothing, like it's tip money to a Starbucks host. It's it's insanity what's going on. But I know that the Trends Journal is the place to read. And Gerald Salenti, I'm still. A little, a little jealous how you were on YouTube and I got kicked off. But that's all right, because I still watch your show. Thank you so much for joining me. You tell the judge I love him, will you? And thank you for all that you do. And I, it will, let's do it again soon. Absolutely, Gerald. Thank, thank you. you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM560, the answer. This is the beauty of having no Democrats listen. We, it's just us. We have to put up with their moron antics. But I also like how the taglines from this dimwit in diapers, usurper-in-chief Joe Biden, aggravate every one of us. They aggravate every one of us. We all feel the same way. Isn't that right, Rich, in Indian Head Park? Hey, Sean. How are you today? Good, Rich. How are you? Uh, listen, listen I, have, uh, I have something you need to clear up. All I've been hearing from this guy is uh, how, many, how many jobs he's created, 8 million jobs. Tickle Kamala says the same thing, and so does his press secretary. Well, you could say anything million de- to a Democrat. You could say anything. Well, well, yeah, I know. But the 8 million jobs that he's created, aren't they just jobs that are, uh, are recovering from when the uh, pandemic started early on? They are a fraction. And I'm sure we have more jobs that they have to recover. They are a so fraction. Why do you keep saying he created 8 million because jobs? Because he's a con artist. It's ridiculous. He's a con artist. He created Gatsangul. That's what he created. Not a one. He created a fraction of jobs after the government did something that in this country could never be done. Shut down the fracking economy. And that was a Republican that did it. And for that, that's why Trump, to me, I don't really give a rip if he runs or not. He'd made some major, major mistakes. And that's the biggest of the big. Because he set the table for this political whore to steal. He set the table for him to do exactly what he's done right now. And that's why you go back and you say, yeah. how, could he, how could he do that? And that's just a certain naivete where he thought he was going to walk away with it. And then he thought, okay, I'll resurrect it, which he may have done, but we'll never know. Because now we're lost in the soiree of political prostitution, political skullduggery, and ruled by the Marxist mafia. Right? So we'll never know. But here's the yeah. one thing. Not one job 
since before they shut down the economy has this government, first of all, they don't create anything. They destroy jobs. They don't create. And if they are actually create, that means they spend. And that spending is why we're in this quagmire. They don't create, they destroy. In fact, you could you could go to a position in time in history when the when the government took a stance of, okay, we're going to stand on the sidelines or we're going to lift regulations and let the let the economy go like the 80s. And you could see what that does. That allows us to thrive and to survive. And that's the only answer to the problem we have until you get a government that wants to let the people be people and be free. You're going to wallow in this inflationary stagflation futility, economic feudalism until then. But for them to create it, you could say anything you want to a Democrat. Look at Chicago. Just keep saying, we're doing great. Do you know that the the moron in the costume, what's his name, Superintendent Brown, this moron came out after a weekend where 50 people got shot and said they made some great advances in crime. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know. it's preposterous. You could say whatever you want to a Democrat. Because as Oak Park thing, River John, Forest, you... yeah, as Oak Park, Oak Park River Forest said, you're going to grade on a curve now due to race. So you could say anything you want to to the Democrats. They they believe anything. Go ahead. Yeah, I got one other thing that uh, Yellen looks like Captain Kangaroo. Yeah, I know I that's, props. That's, she, that's props. That's props, and it's, like. it's really good. She does look like Captain Kangaroo. It's a very good comment. But, you know, it's definitely the truth that you don't have to put a big hubbub about transgendering. At a certain weight and age, it seems to be. You can't tell the difference. Thank you very much, Rich. I appreciate it. John Denver, if he would have lived and gained 100 pounds, I still like that. Um, what I don't like is the pathological nonsense of these Democrat mafia members. I really don't like it. There's a lot going on uh, right now. That's true. That's true, Joe. And he, he means in his shorts, I mean in the world. Russia is inching closer to capturing one of the largest cities still under Ukrainian control in the eastern Donbass region of Ukraine. That's right. And in res- uh, so we're 40 billion, really 54 billion if you can do math. Another 700 million today. And this time we have missiles that go how far? Response, the U.S. is sending an additional $700 million in military aid to Ukraine to help defend against the Russian offensive. President Biden. See, now we're never going to really get the answer because this is the same media that didn't want to talk about the civil war that the Ukrainian oligarch-led government was in with their own very own people for seven years in a hot civil war, 15,000 that they know about. The Ukrainian government killed 15,000 Ukrainian citizens before Joe Biden stole the presidency. Officially announced that package today. It includes a longer range missile system to help deter Russian aggression. Secretary of State. So we're giving this oligarch run country that killed its own people and that has a Nazi battalion called the Azovs. And that comedian, the political whore that he is, he makes me laugh my ass off. We're giving them more weapons on top of the $54 billion, with a B, billion dollars. That's more than we spent in Vietnam, far more. And we're pretending that these missiles that can go 50 miles will not be used to have an assault in Russia, right? Is that what we're, we're, we're going to pretend? Because here's another thing I don't want to pretend. I don't want to pretend that the supply chain issues are not because we supported the Ukraine oligarch government. See, because they did something really stupid. But then again, we had to teach them how to use weapons. They did something really stupid. They, they used mines, and they, they, they set mines for the Russian ships that they were worried about invading Ukraine. They put the mines in their little 
golf area. And then they didn't think about what would happen and how do you get the mines out and if you remember where the mines are. With spikes, a large metal ball floats in Istanbul's Bosphorus Strait. It's a sea mine built by the former Soviet Union. Turkish commandos approach it carefully. The team will defuse the device and then remove it. See, do you know why the Ukrainian government has mines that are built by the former Soviet Union? Because they were the former Soviet Union. Oh, it's true. It's not just Khrushchev. Ukraine was part of the former Soviet Union. So they have weapons from the Cold War, mines that they've released offshore that now they don't know where they are. It's the second time in three days Turkish fishermen have found a mine like this in their waters. See, if the mine is in Turkish waters, that means they don't know where they really are. Last week, Russia's main intelligence agency said 420 floating mines had drifted into the Black Sea after breaking off from cables near Ukrainian ports because... 420 mines that were put off Ukrainian ports are now in Turkish waters and the Black Sea. 420. Now, not everybody went to CPS. That's a lot. 420 mines floating around can be very dangerous to cargo ships. And they will not, the insurance companies, will not pay if the ship hits a mine. That's why the supply chain is all screwed up. The storm. Ukraine denied these claims. It says Russia planted the mines. Now, this is the beauty about Eastern European people, governments. They want you to just think about this for a minute. The Ukrainian government, the same one that we've given $54 billion to, the same one that we believe all their stories, the same one that was in a seven-year civil war with their own people, they are saying this, they didn't do it. The Bart Simpson, I didn't do it. They're saying that Russia did it. So let, let's get this straight. Russia put mines in the Ukrainian ports to do what? They put the mines there to keep them from invading? I mean, they'll lie right to your face. It does understand why they get along so well with American Democrats. A former Turkish rear admiral, Cihat Yaycı, says the tides and wind are diverting the mines towards Istanbul. He believes the mines belong to Ukraine. It would be illogical for Russia to mine ports in Odessa where it's aiming for a military landing. Why would they shoot themselves? Also, if these mines broke off so easily, it means the mining wasn't done properly. Well, it was done by the Ukrainians. We had to send our troops there. That's why we've got all those American troops fighting this war, pretending they're Ukrainians, because we had to teach them how to load the guns. 312-642-5600. Ron, you'll be first when I get back. AM560, the answer. Buddy of mine texts me, I've never heard of that mines in Odessa. No, no. How about the mines that have drifted to Turkey and in the Black Sea? Wait, what's going on with those supply lines, supply chains? Oh, don't worry. Pete Buttigieg's on the case. What can he do? If you have a cashmere sweater that you've stained with Merlot, Pete Buttigieg can get the stain out. That's about it, dummy. Ron in Valparaiso. Hey, hey, Sean. Good talking to you again. You too. Hey, listen, uh, I drive for Uber and Lyft, and I drive during the hours you're on, and I always used to run your program. That can't be good. Somebody got in, I used to take it off. I don't take it off anymore. Oh. And I had one woman ask me if, I, if she would mind changing the channels. <laughs> and I said, I actually, I actually do mind, and if you want to get out, 
I will pull over and let you out. Oh, that is wonderful. I got, I got a five-star rating, but... That's all right, Ron. You know what else? I I highly recommend on your rear windows you put on there, Biden voters keep out. I think it'll be great for business. You're going to do fantastic and advertise. And here's what else you're going to do. You're going to take your next couple of rides with one of my shirts on. Stay on hold. Honey Bunny, let's give that man a shirt because I've cost him money. The least I could do is buy him a shirt. Uh, Where is my guy? Chris, Silver Lake, Wisconsin. Hey, Sean, how's your crystal ball looking? Is it tuned up and, and all polished? It all depends which crystal ball and which which part of, of, the, of the debate that you want to talk about. Because I wish I had a crystal ball for foreign policy. Because the way I see it, this traitor to America that is pretending to be the president is going to make things real, real spicy. And we're all going to look like we're lucky if we don't walk around like uh, Danzel Washington in the Book of Eli. But you go ahead. No, the part that I'm uh, concerned about is how much of this direct aid, um, military weapons and financial, is it going to take before Russia, Russia considers it a uh, act of aggression on our part? Well, you got to keep in mind, they're probably loving what we've already been doing, because since we've implemented financial sanctions, their profits have never been greater. Um, but when will they d- decide it's an act of aggression? I think when these missiles start getting launched into Russia... That'll be a problem. I also think the fact that the American media has already been redacting and propagandizing the American citizens so that no one is talking about the civil war that was going on for seven years and why Russia um, invaded rather than make us believe that uh, we're dealing with a Bond villain and Putin. Uh, I think in there lies a problem, but I do think a lot of Americans are aware of the oligarch-run government pretending to be Ukraine and Igor Kolomoisky. They know who he is. And they uh, Newsmax just did an expose on Kalinsky, or whatever his name is, as he walked off when they asked him about Igor Kolomoisky. This is a big thing. And as long as you keep saying, where's the money, and what about the weapons, and why should we be supporting them as they start World War III, and why should we not call it a proxy war when clearly we're the ones financing it, I think you, Chris... And more people that start talking like that will shed some light on it. And hopefully the American political whores can can pull our money out of Ukraine or at least stop funding World War Three. I mean, if we're going to be in it, let's be in it. Right. But uh, th- this this is the way you can you can you can run the Ponzi scheme of the military industrial complex. And you already have these companies that are holding up the Dow Jones. You already have the debt that people don't even care about as we spend more money in Ukraine than we did in Vietnam and I don't know how many of our other conflicts. So you already have a stupefied American public and a a Ponzi scheme going on. And you're paying off the guy who pretended Hunter Biden could sit on the board of an energy company. So it looks to me like they got away with it, Chris. And unless the FBI, forever bothering Italians, wants to pull their head out of their ass and investigate some real crime. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Michael Rechtenwald on the line. 
But the overarching point is something I'm going to talk about regardless of if we can reach them or not. I mean this. As you look at this government today, what is the principle? What is the philosophy of America? See, to me, the way in which the enemy to individuality, to a government of a representative republic, to Americanism, the enemy being these corrupt oligarchs throughout the world, their position of, of, of buying our politicians, bastardizing our principles, our economy, and destroying the idea that we were an anti-collective. The reason this country was the richest and the, is because it was built on the principle. Being the youngest, it's the only one founded on an anti-collective. This is the, the, the thing about America that was so unusual. It wasn't about a monarchy. It wasn't about a top-down, tyrannical fascism that worked. It wasn't about a functional socialism. We're the anti of all of that. Yet the creep of socialism is everywhere. And the trick is that it comes within policy failure that people surrender their freedom. This is the principle of the Great Reset that we all talk about. So as this World Economic Forum happened, last week you really got a got kind of a window into exactly how dangerous this is now these very people are profiting to the tunes of hundreds of billions trillions of dollars as you listen to what transpired at the world economic forum how the perpetrators who've bastardized right and wrong in america are now somehow the victims klaus schwab and Albert Borula, two names that should mean nothing to Americans. Nothing. They're not even American. Yet they've destroyed and bastardized our entire political system. With a vaccine, that we knew that there's a very fanatic group of anti-vaxxers that will go after us no matter what. They will claim that the sun didn't go up because people were vaccinated, and that created issues with the crop. So I'm suing you. And one thing it is to sue you in the U.S., another thing is to sue you in a country where the legal system is not up to that standards or in Switzerland. Now, that's the part I wanted to talk to you about. Trump, American government, made it so that the American citizens were quiet, silent guinea pigs with no recourse. As they forced you to participate in an experiment. And took away our principles of Americanism. See, in America, we're not supposed to be in this predicament. You know, um, I think it's New York, where if uh, uh, firemen do not receive the vaccine by July 15th, they lose their job. This is still going on in Chicago. And whether you're, you're pro-vaccine, anti-vaccine, whatever the case is, how do we give up the principle of this? You're going to force people to do something... Put something in their body and you are going to give immunity to the the pharmaceutical company that admits it screwed up. This is the same guy three and a half months early. Uh, And we know that um, the three, the two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. The three doses with a booster, they offer reasonable protection against hospitalization and deaths. That's 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 his position. And yet we have no recourse for the multitude of side effects that are no longer called side effects, side events. And who did this to us? 
our representatives, our government. Same ones who have sold out our, our economy by indenture, indenturing us to the Ukrainian oligarch government. Same one. So ultimately, when you do not have principles, when you are unmoored from a foundational principle of what exactly can be done in a society that is built on the individuality of the citizen versus one that's built on an operating collective, and then all we need is for them to tinker around and everything will be fine. And when you get caught with their hand in the cookie jar or when you have a problem. There's a lot going on uh, right now. But the idea we're going to be able to, you know, click a switch. It's flip a switch and you're not going to be able to do anything. And the reason we're here is because we've allowed this political whore, this particular political whore, a man who's been incompetent and corrupt for 50 years at the helm of this. We're lucky. You know, when you think about it, we're lucky these are the only problems we have. Could be a lot worse if he had the energy for it. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Hey, Craig. I'm not hearing anything. Did you hit the button? Craig. Are you there, kid? All right, we're going to put you back on hold. Terry Rogers Park. Hey, uh, I, I think uh, Democrat politicians are exercising so much authority over citizens these days is they've become envious of, of the power their European allies have over their people. And, and I think the Dems are after that same kind of power. I think you're exactly correct. You're exactly Thank correct, you. which is why they're lowering our standards to accept this. Thank you very much, Terry. And to Terry's point, at the economic forum, by Klaus Schwab's and the oligarchs around the world. How many people knew this? Fast forward five years. Do we have a central bank digital coin out there in the world that is being utilized on a daily basis? Whether it's- so now the argument here in America is, look, don't panic. We're the cleanest dirty shirt in the laundry. The dollar is the best one out of the bunch of these corrupt oligarch-run countries. We're good. We're not, we're not as bad as you think. We're the best around the world. We got the U.S. dollar, and if they don't like it, we'll blow the hell out of them until they do. We're the best. How many people know about the push for just one currency? Just one. So all of the corruption in these third-world hellholes, which, by the way, we're, we're falling quickly. I think it's arguable we are clearly a second-world country. I think you could almost make the points that the Democrat stronghold states are third world countries. But now they're promoting a one world digital currency. One world. At the same time, they attack digital currencies. See, they don't like the ones that they don't have their grimy, slimy hands in. They don't like the ones that they can't print up in perpetuity like they did the dollar, as we pretend we're the best clean, dirty shirt in the laundry. What they're saying today is what will happen in five years. When they tell you five years, it'll probably be four. Because after all, at these economic forums, at these events, at these World Health Organizations, these are where the pandemics get planned. These are where the solutions, the false solutions, are made. This is where the real money is. So when they start talking about it, you start worrying about it. It's wholesale or retail, and it becomes a superior system. Francois, yes or no? Uh, we have several experiments which are not very far from that. Yeah. They're not yet generalized, but they could be, let's say, in the next three years, probably. It will go... At least they have accents like villains, don't they? Yavol, Herr Commandante! 
quicker on the wholesale side, yes. I guess, because it raises less sensitive questions. Yes, Axel. No, I'm quite I'm glad to hear what you're saying, uh, Francois, on, on the wholesale uh, digital, currency, digital currency. So now these are what's going on behind the scenes. They're planning five years in the future. They're talking about a worldwide currency, putting in all of their corruption in their countries so that we bail them out, kind of like we're doing now in Ukraine, only times it by 140, 150. And what happens with our, who's going to defend us? Ooh, the American Democrats. They're sharp. So you, you did February 17th with the recall. February 18th, FDA issued uh, instructions to states. Let's, let's, can we continue that through April? When did somebody call the White House to say, this is a problem, you guys may need to get involved? So I could say that, um, again, the recall happened on the day, day one of the recall, we took action as a whole of government approach, right, with FDA, USDA, as I just laid out. Um, and the president... A whole of government approach. A whole of government approach. This is something that you're going to have to get used to. Again, he understands how difficult this is. He understands uh, how challenging this is, and we have acknowledged that. Really, you better get your story straight. I, I guess I still just don't fully understand why you didn't tell the president until April if the if the problem was reported to the FDA last fall, the FDA didn't check it out uh, and until, I think, December, and then they shut down the factory in February. The president, the guy who, the only one who can invoke the Defense Production Act to uh, force companies to produce the, this incredibly direly needed infant formula, he's not told until April. The, the, uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, your, your press secretary, just said this has been a whole-of-government approach. Th that doesn't include the president? The FDA took the appropriate measures to shut down the facility in February. And when that happened, the FDA and the relevant uh, officials from across the government were on, focused on the effort to try to increase production from other producers. So this is just baby formula. What happens when it's debt? What happens when it's default, when it's currency? When it's bonds, what happens when the excuses come from foreigners with accents? What happens to America? What already happened to America? I mean, after all, you let these incompetent political whores, these children, these morons take control of our existing society. How much longer are you going to let it go on before you demand that people start being removed from office? Let's start with the old wrinkled ass old man who's the favorite excuse for the fascist failure, Joe Biden. Let's impeach this bastard today. What do you say, Kira in Elgin? Hey, Sean. I love your guest, Gerald Salante. Is that how I pronounce it? Gerald Salante. He's the best. Listen, in 90, or I'm sorry, in 86, he started the call for a stock market collapse in 87. He called the Asian-European crisis in the 90s. He called the, the dot-com in 2000. He called the collapse in 08. I mean... You know, at a certain time, you got to start listening to these to these people who have been right for thirty years, because what they're understanding is where the political corruption and where the the people's ignorance leads. And so, when they get nervous, you should get nervous. But go ahead. Well, thank you. I'm going to follow him uh, now that you uh, had him as a guest, and, uh, and he was awesome. But I'm beginning to feel like a mini Venezuela here in America. After all, we have a puppet dictator who wasn't really elected, we have baby formula coming in from other countries for us. I mean, that already sounds third world. 
we can't afford gas, we can't afford our food prices, what's next? I mean, how else are we not going to be looked upon as, but that, oh yes, and giving arms to the Ukraine, to a corrupt government and money, which yeah. is getting but Russia angry We're a little bit so better I'm off because on. the Venezuelan dictators, the Venezuelan oligarchs all have those 1970s porn mustaches. The good news is our our men are too old to grow them, and our women are too groomed to show them. So this is the good news. We're just slightly better off than Venezuela. However, I would consider getting another dog from the shelter. You may want to have sandwiches in the future. Thank you, Kira. That is the future. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Pete, two times. I, I, I love the uh, when you had the guy with the accent on. I, I'm picturing him sitting there with a white cat on his lap as he's talking about it, petting the cat. Do yourself a Thank favor, you. and you could find it on YouTube, the World Economic yeah. Forum. Watch sure. watch them talk. Klaus. And then Klaus Schwab and, and uh, Borla, who is a veterinarian he, he, from Greece. Yep. And watch the thing, how they, vic- they turn the themselves into victims. They're making, I mean, they're worth billions, both of them. But go ahead. The other thing is you need the monocle. You need the monocle, just, you know, the glass and the one eye and the cat as he's doing it. Yeah. And his uh, wife wants him to get Viagra. But go ahead. <laughs> that was basically the point I wanted to make. I think it's hilarious, but it's also terrifying at the same time. Yeah. It's, it's outrageous. And, and here's the problem. This would be something that was called a conspiracy theory. You know, this is how they discount you. Oh, that's a conspiracy theory. You know, the reality is, is that they're, it's all flip-flop. The conspiracy theory is that these government officials can do this to us and are getting away right. with it. Once the people... There's somebody out- I, I can't believe the big oil, Kevin. I, I mean this. You're in Texas. Can't you talk to these idiots in big right. oil? I mean, the fact that they just go along with this. Why? Because they One think the- that they're winning? Right. One of the reasons why I moved south is because I read that book, Trends 2000, by Carol, Gerald Salente, and he talks about it because of air conditioning, everybody's going to move south. So one of the reasons I came down here. The thing that, you know, it's they're going to keep doing this and keep doing this until people get involved locally. You know I was going to say that. Actually. Yeah, I knew you were going to pee two times. But here's the thing, to your point, you ain't going to do jack here in this sewer of Illinois. Did you see this mayor's I'm race? I'm not. It's the people who no, live there. No, they're not going to do nothing. The, the, the Democrats control it. The Republicans go along with it. The Republican answer is Richard Irvin. Do me a favor, honey no, bunny. Find out it's if that not. lying piece of garbage wants to come on. I'd love to interview that dog face moron, Scallywag. Let's see if we can get Ken Griffin's lap dog on. I'd love to, to ask him some pointed questions. In the meantime, I'll take your calls. 312 642 5600. AM560. The answer. Hey, uh, when you send the email to that scumbag fraud, Richard Irving, tell him we want to talk about the, the story that just broke minutes ago. The Chicago Tribune, as the Aurora mayor, Richard Irving, quietly launched firm with top aide plus two others who mysteriously got a city contract. Now, see, the problem is with me, with Fitz. You know, when he sold out, when he politically prostituted himself to Ken Griffin, he got a lot of money. Here, he uh, he quietly started a firm that got a city contract with the city of Aurora for $15,000 without disclosing any relationship with it. See, now you're just a cheap whore. So for fifteen grand, split four ways. Are you kidding me? You sold out the people of Aurora for that kind of small money? That's, that's tip money for Ken Griffin. He gives his call girls. A bigger tip than that. 
Yet Ken Griffin sells out the people of Aurora, which is why he'll probably cruise to the uh, GOP nomination. After all, he's got the support of all the old GOP whores and pimps, from Brady to Durkin to those narrow-shouldered lawyers you're never going to meet who control the committees like Kevin wants you to control. This is why Illinois has the trajectory of one of uh, Pritzker's push-ups. He can't even get his fat ass off the ground, and Illinois can't even pick its head up because of the political corruption you've become accustomed to. Craig in Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Thanks I, for taking my call. I tried to take you an Sorry hour ago, about but you, you, you hung up. You didn't answer. You got all kinds of problems today. What's the wife bossing you around? No, no. I stopped and everything to take and uh, move something out of my truck and everything. I had the phone on the seat, and oh. yeah, That's the rest right. is history. Right. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. Listen, um, yep. I don't think. Um, when it comes to this, uh, earlier you were talking about the. Ah, uh, what happened? You must have ran over your phone with your truck. Chris in Aurora. Uh, hi, Sean. Just love your show. Oh, thank you. I just wanted uh, to mention as a resident in Aurora, uh, the property tax rate is the highest in the country. You know, I, I was paying some bills, came home paying some bills, and. Uh, I thought, I'm going to look that up because, uh, you know, I get all these crazy false, uh, uh, you know, mailers from yeah. uh, Richard Irvin and, and uh, Ken Griffin. We literally, in Aurora, of all medium and large-sized cities in the country, we have the largest uh, property tax rate. And according to the Aurora Police Department statistics, violent crime in Aurora has gone up 40% from 2019 to 2020. It's amazing so. the kind of bull dung you can buy, though, with Ken Griffin's money, isn't it? Because as I watch yes. the commercials, it would seem that Aurora is utopia in Illinois. It would well, seem like it's you. fantastic. You're telling me, me it's tell not? It, <laughs> from the inside, it sure isn't. And this, what a scam this is on the people of Illinois. You know, to me, Chris, this is going to be a real telling sign. I thought the telling sign was that moron... Bruce Rauner is the answer to the Democrat corruption rather than realizing it's the same corruption in a better suit. But this right here, if this fraud of a, of a human being, if this if this Richard Irvin can win the nomination, brother, you join me in Florida. I don't care what you got to do. Get the hell out of here. You promise me? Yeah, keep up your good work. Thank you, Chris and Aurora. I appreciate it. See, there's the reality of things. You want to still buy the delusion that Illinois got a Republican Party? 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. This is unbelievable. This is why all of you morons, and I mean it, you Republican morons. Oh, if he's the Republican nominee, I'll vote for him. Well, you're a useful idiot if you would vote for this piece of dunk. Has he answered, honey bunny? Does he want to come on? Because I am... Dying to ask him about Aurora Dynamic Solutions. There's a funny name. Aurora Dynamic Solutions. What's that? It's a front. It's a con job that he put together with his, what is it, a brother from another mother. Here's a guy. His name is, uh, what the hell is his name? Dynamic Solutions. He didn't disclose any ownership. He considers his partner, Michael Pegas, who Irving hired right after being elected in 2017, as a relative, even though he's not a relative, his father did something to help raise him. Who knows? Live like scum anyway. They've been stealing money in the name of consulting. I'll tell you, i got to get into this consulting business. It looks like these morons were paid $150 an hour, of course, from the city of Aurora and other scam ventures. 
You people in Aurora have been taken to the cleaners by this fraud. Oh, is he a Republican? He's a piece of dung. Kent, Aurora. Yeah, you need to produce a voter's guide called Who's Who of Illinois or <laughs> Who's Who. Yeah. I don't know quite which way. Like, which whore not to vote for. Ooh, I like that. Which <laughs> whore not to vote for. You see, we could do this. There you go. On the top of my yeah. head, Kent. Listen, do me a favor. I don't care what they managed to steal from buying morons, because there's a lot of morons in Illinois. You don't ever vote for this piece of garbage again. You promise? I promise. All right, very good. You can still listen to the show. You see, that's how you do things. All right, let's go to Eric in Rolling Meadows. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Love your show, buddy. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, I just wanted to say that, um, you know, everybody's been so focused on large elections and fear and don't be this way, don't think that way. And I think everybody needs to wake up and show up to the local local school boards and libraries and village meetings. They, everybody needs to get more involved. Start small. Let's win it big. I mean, it's the only way we're going to get out of this mess. Either that, Eric, or you and I, here's what we could do. We could create some phony baloney company, okay? And uh, what we're going to do is this. First seven months of existence, the firm also was co-owned by uh, Rapid Trap Kachugi. you got to love the names on these guys. Two Virginia men who run consulting firms in suburban Washington, D.C. At the same time, the city gave the firm $150 consulting. You know what the consulting was from, Eric? You know, I don't know what you do for a living. But these guys were, were going over COVID-19 data, and they gave them $150. See, the city was getting data, and they paid their two stool pigeons $150 an hour apiece. So that's 300 an hour. The city of Aurora paid these two friends to pretend they were going over the data. You see the political scams here, Eric? How are you going to beat this with honesty and integrity? This is ingrained and legitimate corruption. And it's in the Republican Party as much as the, as the, as the Democrats. So what we need to do is Bobby this. Fighting, baby. We need to make it illegal for any kind of consultant to get paid by any city by any state, by any county, by any municipality. We need to put the restraints exactly where they were always intended, on the political whores who have destroyed this country. Thank you, Eric. Stay strong and stay honest and recognize the scum, even as they pose to be the alternative to the Democrats, because these people are just as bad, if not worse. This is the answer embroiled in scandal after scandal after scandal. His name is Richard Irvin. And Ken Griffin and his filthy, filthy front-running, inside-trading money. So, uh, Paris, you know, why is Aurora so important, then, to big trading firms like Citadel? Well, think of the old Merck brand. It's the Mercantile Exchange. So downtown, traders are on the floor holding their hands up like this, trying to conduct trades. That doesn't really happen anymore. It's all conducted out of this data center in Aurora, which is why big trading companies like Citadel want to connect to it. And they get a leg up by conducting these mass volume high-frequency stock trades. And that depends on being able to beat your competitors by about... So that's why Ken Griffin would give Urban the money. He wants to be able to afford the $1,100 an hour Miami hooker. How is that any different than the Democrat corruption and scum? ...convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev and... Uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against... Honey, buddy, find out if, if Ken Griffin and Irvin have a consulting fee to Yatsenyuk and all the rest of these morons in Eastern Europe that have been buying and selling my Democrat whores. State prosecutor, and they didn't. 
So they said they had they were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said, call." Boy, I, they bought. So, so they've been working hand in glove with the corrupt oligarchs in Ukraine. And next thing you know, we're funding them for fifty-four billion. What kind of money you think uh, Irvin will will steer to Griffin's firm when he is uh, able to steal the most powerful office in Illinois? How many contracts? How many tax? How much money do you think they'll make? Because they've, I mean, you just got a two-bit mayor of Aurora, and Ken Griffin has made how many billions by, you know, paying him to corrupt the system? Nanosecond. The best way to do that, exchange the information via microwave technology with these towers. It's faster than fiber optic cable. It's faster than general internet, and that's why it is so lucrative to a company like Citadel. Now, the reporting from us... So Citadel bought this political whore for small money. What'd they buy Ken Griffin for? few hundred grand he made how much 6.5 billion last year front running his own orders huh i wonder the real question is who's the better negotiator the democrats scum or the republican roach huh what do you think uh joe in naples yeah how you doing good how are you buddy which which corruption do you prefer the the illinois local republican corruption or the national democrat corruption well, uh, you call them Democrats. I think they're kleptocrats is what they really are. Well, I think they both are. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, back to, as far as the World Economic Forum, I, people really need to look into that because what's taking place, the, the lady, Carol, I think her name was, talked about this being a third world country. That's all intentional to devalue our dollar so that our dollar isn't accepted around the world and the world will then clamor for a world digital currency. Bitcoin is just a dry run. Joe. It's just a dry run to see the, how it works. Who destroyed the integrity of the dollar was not foreign countries that didn't want to take it. Who destroyed the integrity of the dollar, who bastardized the principles of the Bretton Woods Agreement, are political whores that the American citizen voted for. This is the yes, fault of the Democrat pur- mafia and the Republican mafia. And I don't fault a country. That doesn't want to buy into our currency scam called the U.S. dollar, Joe. Look well, at Trump it from the say, eye of a skeptic. To... I think you're far better off with a Bitcoin than you are a dollar. And you know who else thinks so? The market. Because it takes, what, 30000 dirty dollars to buy one Bitcoin? And, and, it, and Bitcoin's supposed to be bad? They don't want you to look at how bad the dollar is, how corrupt the dollar yeah, is. Just think if there's one world currency. No, I don't want that. I want, a, the I want a thousand different options, Joe. And I want every yeah, man... On this planet, to be able to decide which one he wants to put his his wealth in. How are we going to stop it? How are you going to stop it? You don't stop it. Ironically, it doesn't happen through force. It happens through freedom. And that's why you should encourage any currency, any person, any kid that wants to take on the U.S. dollar. Good for them. Because they got twice the character as this transgendering Janet Yellen, Captain Kangaroo. Thank you for the call. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. On Sunday, June 12th, join AM560 as we celebrate the sounds, sights, and tastes of the Jewish culture at the Greater Chicago Jewish Festival. I'll tell you, this is some of my favorite food. In Chicago, they have the onion roll. What a great deli that is. Some of the best. Experience song and dance, art, kids' activities, kosher food. uh, All at the longest-running Jewish festival in America. The Greater Chicago Jewish Festival is Sunday, June 12th, from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m at St. Paul Woods in Cook County Forest Preserve. Find all the details 
at thejewishfestival.org. That's thejewishfestival.org. Do not back your car in and do not wave to Pete Silvestri. Uh, Dave Harwood. Hello. Uh, hi, Dave. Yeah, this is Dave. All right. I yeah, talk. You, you talk. Know, I've, I talk. I've been listening. I've been. I've been. I've been waiting, and I really. I've been waiting for somebody to ask you about this whole Johnny Depp thing. I'm wondering why you're not focusing <laughs> on. Hey, brother. <laughs> if you want the Johnny Depp stuff, I said it in the tease when we first opened the show. You want the Johnny Depp? I could give a rip oh. about him and his dimwit ex-wife. I do like the fact that he won the case. Good for him. Now I want to see him get 15 million out of that dummy. Thank you very much, Dave. We'll give you. We'll give you. The, we're gonna have. You know what? We should have Honey Bunny do the Hollywood updates. She's shy though. She probably won't like it. Robert Bloomingdale. I want to ask you, Sean. Uh, I know you answered the question about why this guy's back in uh, Irving, but are people that dumb that's going to vote and put this guy as a nominee in the Republican primary? The voters more smarter than that. Oh, wait a minute. Are you out of your mind? Take a look at Lori Lightfoot. You're going to call the Illinois Chicago voters smart? What are you? I mean, come on now, brother. Don't, don't look at Pritzker, the Illinois smarter than that. You're an optimist, and I love you for it, but you're dead wrong. Because here's the thing you and myself and the listeners here and the people that work here, we're hyper-political because we understand the importance of it. There's a large part of society that watches men in costumes chase balls all weekend. There's a large part of society that just feels that, ah, what are you going to do? Let's just see what happens. And they're busy and they raise kids and they don't pay attention the way we do. Yet those are the ones that are, are unfortunately the useful idiots in our society. And those are the targets of the oligarch like Ken Griffin and his political biatch like Irvin. That's the target, is is the people who work and are busy and don't pay attention. Because if you look at these commercials, Robert, I mean, after yeah. all, it makes you almost say, well, how bad could this guy be? Seems like a good guy, and what do we know about Aurora? I mean, really, what do you know about Aurora until the people call in and say, wait a minute, we're paying the highest property taxes in the country. What do you? Nothing's great here. Crime sucks here. It sucks like it does in all Illinois. Because the problem is the people have bought commercials. And what the oligarchs know is that as long as you grease the wheels, no one's going to care about the corruption in the towers and how you make your money. People are too busy. And they buy and hide behind words like algorithm. Ooh, what's an algorithm? Turns out it's a word of deception. It's a Trojan horse of good old-fashioned front-running scams. And all you got to do is buy the right political whore, and you too can pretend your $6.5 billion you skim off the top is earned. Right? Just call it Ken Griffin. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. See, what should happen here is they both should go down. Both of them. The whore who Ken Griffin the pimp prostitutes out. That's who They both should go to jail. Because I'm sorry, how how do you, how, where did you hear from Ken Griffin? He's just the favorite whore of an oligarch. And Bloom, Bloomberg raises new questions about Griffin's interest in Irvin. But Griffin has stated repeatedly that he chose Irvin because he believes Irvin will be tough on crime, pro-business, and end waste in corruption. Yes, yes, yes. And all those third wives out there with the Louis Vuitton and the Range Rover, they chose that wrinkled-ass old man because he's interesting and the conversation's good. How stupid do you have to be to support Richard Irvin? WTTW has produced multiple investigations detailing a pattern of businesses getting lucrative contracts and incentives 
from Aurora and donating big to Irvin. And while these transactions might not be illegal, good government groups stress that it gives off the appearance of a culture of pay to play, and that causes citizens' trust in government to erode. And no, it doesn't. You get used to it. And it's called the Chicago Way. And before you know it, you've got a bunch of Democrats running for the same office, and you pretend it's going to be different. When the, when the tip-off is, if it's part of the Democrat mafia... It's all the same. Richard Irvin is part of the Democrat mafia. See, they can pretend to be Republicans. But if they don't stand for anything, then you'll bow for everything. And isn't that the real point we're at? ...news tonight about Richard Irvin, the Republican law and order candidate for Illinois governor. It involves a police report of what Irvin said last year at the scene of the arrest of his then-girlfriend. NBC5's Natalie Martinez tonight working the story and bringing us up to speed. Natalie? Although, it, he's at least a heterosexual. Are you sure? I mean, I, I, I did see Pritzker's wife up close. Are we, we sure? And that bombshell police report was obtained by the Aurora Beacon News and Chicago Tribune. Now, it describes a conflict that the girlfriend that time, Laura Ayala Clark, had with a security guard at a marijuana shop. Classy, elegant, vote Republican, change of pace. You too could have a political whore you think is a good guy. Good news is, he's never been one and it's easy to find out. Reject the lies. You either stand for something or you bow for everything. I'll be back in 21 hours. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.